Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals protects females in pageant competitions, and the Florida Board of Medicine votes to ban harmful procedures for gender-confused minors. We're going to be talking about these on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, Holly, let's begin, first of all, with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. This is a case, it's situated in San Francisco, California, where that court is residing, but the case comes out of Oregon. Mm -hmm and it's involving a Miss United States of America pageant. And the case began in 2019 with a person who is a male, now goes by the name of Anita Green, wants to be identified as a female, and that individual was precluded when his application to the pageant was denied based upon the fact that he's a male. And now he filed a lawsuit against the Miss United States of America pageant saying that that was discrimination and that he should be allowed to participate and compete in the pageant. He said that, uh, that the pageant, quote, committed an intentional act of discrimination by adopting an express discriminatory policy and that the pageant's natural-born female eligibility requirement violates the Oregon Public Accommodations Act. While well, a federal judge dismissed the case last year, citing the pageant's decision fell squarely within its free speech rights protected by the First Amendment of the United States Constitution. And recently, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals agreed, ruling that forced participation of men into this pageant infringes on the pageant's right and ability to express the ideal vision of American womanhood. So this is a great decision. You know, I'm very excited about this because, and it's just common sense. You know, I mean, I was in a couple pageants in high school. I've known people that have been in pageants. And this is, you know, women work hard to be in this. It's not you just show up and look pretty. There's a lot of work involved. But you don't want a male in the dressing room. You don't want a male taking away what you have worked hard for. Just like in athletics, you know, these women work hard for scholarships. Same thing in these pageants. They're getting scholarships out of this. So you can't have a man come in and take that away. And you know, this was very encouraging, especially from the Ninth Circuit, which traditionally tends to go on the left, but the court made some really good points in this yeah, opinion. Yeah, and here's some of the language. Uh, Part of the decision said, Miss United States of America expresses its message in part through whom it chooses as its contestants, and the First Amendment affords it the right to do so. Given a pageant's competitive and performative structure, it is clear that who competes and succeeds in a pageant is how the pageant speaks. So that is protected by its speech. It also goes on to say this, and I, I like this sentence here. As with theater and cinema, beauty pageants combine speech with live performances, such as music and dancing, to express a message. The court further explained that allowing the inclusion of even a single non-biological female as a woman would certainly be an expressive decision revising the pageant's definition of what it means to be a woman. You know, I liked this part, what the court said. 
Miss United States of America's stated message is to encourage women to strive to achieve their hopes, dreams, goals, and aspirations, and to empower women, inspire others, and uplift everyone. So this is about empowering women, inspiring women, helping them to achieve their goals. Yeah, and there's also, they said, uh, an important communal uh, element of Miss United States of America as the network of current and former contestants forms an elite sisterhood that gives support and encouragement to inspire each delegate to be the best version of herself. Miss United States of America determined, as did every other pageant mentioned above, that including and excluding certain people was the best means necessary to express and achieve this message. The pageant would not be able to communicate the celebration of biological women if it were forced to allow Green to participate. As the district court explained, the pageant's decision to limit contestants to natural-born females undoubtedly conveys that message because someone viewing the decision to exclude transgender women and cisgender males from a beauty pageant would likely understand that the pageant's organizers wish to convey some message about the meaning of gender and femininity and would probably also grasp the specific implication that the pageant's organizers did not believe transgender women qualified as female. So, you know, maybe Mr. Green ought to start working out and maybe compete in a wrestling match or a bodybuilding, but he doesn't need to be in beauty pageants. Absolutely not. I mean, this is a great decision. It's common sense, frankly, but it is nice to see common sense once in a while because... Sometimes it's so rare. There's and, two genders. You're born one or the other, And this period. is clearly, I mean, this right here, there's a case, by the way, coming up to be argued at the United States Supreme Court, the 303 Creative, and it's going to be along these very lines, and that is a website designer uses her talents to express a message in websites, particularly weddings, and she does not want to create a message for a same-sex wedding, and so there was a law that, said essentially that would be discrimination. That case is now before the U.S. Supreme Court. Argument will be the first week of December. And we filed an amicus brief in that U.S. Supreme Court case talking about very similar things, that if you allow a state law to actually force an expressive person or organization to carry a message of the government contrary to their purpose, and their reason for existence, then you're going to literally have to rewrite a lot of cinema, theater, movies, songs, pageants, because they all like this. Miss United States of America is about women. Right. It's and not about men. If people, you want to join a men's competition, go to, you know, the like you said, the bodybuilding contest yeah. or something of that nature. It's like the the story, the emperor has no clothes. They're living in this illusion. You got to look at how God created you. It's either male or female. There's no changing that. No. So this is a great decision. Um, nice uh, precedent. And mm-hmm. hopefully we'll see more good precedents like that. On the other side of the coast, on the east coast, Florida, the Board of Medicine and the Board of Osteopathic Medicine both approved a rule that now would prohibit minors in the state from receiving puberty blockers, taking cross-sex hormones, and mutilating surgery to remove healthy male or female organs. So this is a good step in the right direction uh, by the medical community. And, you know, this is is in part 
thanks to the, the state surgeon general, Joseph Latipo. He's the one that really started this. So we give him kudos for, again, recognizing there's male and female, and children don't need to be abused this way. Well, in fact, during the public comment period, one of the um, committees in Central Florida met with individuals who were sharing their, quote, detransitioning, close quote, experiences. There is a detransition movement. And what they refer to that is, and their meaning is, these are people who have gone through the hormones and or the invasive mutilating surgery. Like that young lady, Chloe, we've, she's been on the media, and she actually testified in this as well. Yeah, she testified, and she's part of the record. And Chloe, as a young girl, she did not like the fact that she was a girl. She felt that she could better fit in as a boy. And there's a number of reasons uh, for that in her story. It's a compelling story. But the tragedy is she goes to these doctors, these counselors, and these others that would prescribe medication. She just wanted to get testosterone at the highest level. And they rubber stamp it. And they give her testosterone. So she starts taking testosterone. It messes her up. Then she goes through some of this invasive mutilating surgery. She had top surgery. And she was a minor, Matt. I think she was 16 when this happened. Yes. And then she begins to realize that's not going to make her happy. And that no matter what she does, even though the testosterone might give her some facial hair, she's still a woman. She's still a girl. And now she will never nurse her children. Her voice will always be deep like that. So she ended up stopping the testosterone, and uh, she started feeling better because it was putting her in rage. I mean, you've heard of, you know, athletes, for example, taking testosterone to boost their competition, and they have rage, and they get angry. Well, that's what was happening to her as well, among other things. So she stopped all those medications. She stopped. Obviously, she had stopped the puberty blockers before, but she stopped the cross-sex hormone. She stopped the testosterone. Then, you know, she is now out speaking out against uh, these mutilating surgeries, and she testified. She is getting hammered by the LGBTQ groups into silence, but she's not silent at all. She is bold, so pray for her. Her name is Chloe. And pray for all of those that are going through this regret. Pray that they get information, and that's why we're out there defending counselors to be able to provide life-saving counsel to these individuals seeking to overcome these unwanted behaviors and feelings and agendas. For more information, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org 